Dating can be exciting, fun, and full of promise, but at the same time, it can be confusing, upsetting, and stressful. So, shall we talk about it? This is the Dating Dilemmas podcast with myself, Neha, and Ramina. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dating Dilemmas podcast. It's Neha and Ramina. <laughs> How have you been? Yeah, I've been good. I'm excited. Like things are like we can actually go out and sit, sit inside. I've been like I, I can't do outside anymore. Like oh, I've been in a Nina. thick like I have a thick mm-hmm. coat that I take to places where I go to like Iceland and stuff. And I've been sitting <laughs> in that massive puffer coat just in the garden shivering. Like it's ugh. really not the one, especially when you're going on dates and it's absolutely freezing outside and you're ugh. trying to look cute, but you're trying to like you know eat your food, but you're trying to eat at a good speed. But because the food's gonna go cold so quickly, yeah. you end up like smashing the food really quickly, not looking attractive in a big puffer coat but hey it's changing yeah. this week isn't it yeah and then exactly how I'm meant to feel attractive in like a massive thick coat like Ooh. I don't know there's only much styling out that you can really do exactly but it's been nice to catch up with like friends and stuff though isn't it I know I miss that a lot like it was nice like all my friends are all in relationships which is good I guess I got something to sort of I've got good company around me to hopefully get to that point but yeah I was speaking to my friends and like it was just nice catching up and hearing about all their love lives and relationships and one of them one of my friends was actually saying that she kind of wrote um, at the beginning of the year three factors that she wanted in a relationship and there were like a good communicator funny personality and effort and she's now in a relationship and she's got all three so yeah oh, put it out there <laughs> she put it out there in the universe and it actually happened yeah yeah it shows you how much powerful words can be Exactly. And that's why we, we, and me and you especially, are mm-hmm. big believers of everything happens for a reason, what you put out there in the universe, you'll get mm-hmm. back. And that is why today's episode is actually on manifestation. So we are going to be talking about manifestation and how to find your dream partner. And we've actually got a dating coach on the episode today, somebody with full expertise. Yeah. And like, I feel like sometimes it's like when you hear manifestation, it can become overwhelming, but you just need someone that's a really, like an expert in the field just to guide you and like know where to start she's going to simplify it for us and break Mm -hmm. it down so let's get this podcast started so today we have a very exciting guest who actually helps millennial women find and sustain a healthy relationship now her energy is mainly focused on manifestation and self-development and she has her own brand can't get a text back she's also got a podcast and she's on the gram and actually i found her on TikTok. Now, our little dating gram pages, a lot of us kind of follow each other in this industry, which is great. So, like, we've got a whole little team, me and mm-hmm. Romina, of people that we follow on Instagram and follow us back. But I am obsessed with looking at dating TikToks. And I just came across this lady and I was like, I love her energy and I love her voice. Uh, it's quite a husky, nice voice. It's a nice voice to hear on a podcast. But also, everything she was saying, I was like, this is what we need on our podcast. So, I'd love to introduce Christine. Christina Pearson, how are you? I'm great. And honestly, you know what's very funny? You are the only person I've ever met who pronounced my last name how it is pronounced. So oh, fantastic. No worries. I know it's always the way, isn't it, when like people don't pronounce your name right? I mean, me and Ramina get it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you so much, though, for coming on the Dating Dilemmas podcast. So for everyone listening right now, obviously they can hear you haven't got a London voice. So tell us where where you're joining us from. So I am in Staten Island, New York. You know, if you you don't know where that is, that's a borough of New York City. So that's where I am right now. Um, And that's where I was born and raised. Woo, 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 woo. Ooh, nice. Amazing. <laughs> I've actually got quite a lot of family in New Jersey around that area. So I've been I've been to sort of ish neck of woods quite a few times and everything. What's the weather like over there at the moment? It's actually nice outside. It's it's true spring weather. So it's been in like the the you know, um like the sixties, seventy degrees. I know that you you don't use the same uh, <laughs> uh temperature as we do, but it, it's it's perfect spring weather. Thank God. Oh, oh amazing. Nice, yeah. <laughs> I wish we could say the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's just oh, raining. Dying. It's horrible oh. over here. <laughs> it's England. This yeah. is England. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got to know a little bit about you and kind of like where you're living and like yeah your area and stuff like that. But we want to get to know you a little bit more. So we've got 10 questions, speed round section. Okay. So the first one is, is that if you could choose three words to describe you as a person, what would you say? I would have to say uh, honest, optimistic, and... I would say I'm I'm pretty wise, and I've been told that since I'm a little kid. 
And what one personality and one physical appearance um, trait that you like in someone that you're dating? So I've never really had a type physically, but the one thing that stays pretty consistent is I like some facial hair. I like a beard. <laughs> um, and then I think one of the most attractive qualities in a person is being self-aware. Well, that's a really good one. And then you've got three factors. So when you're dating, what are three red flags that really stand out to you? So I would, red flags for me would be if you only talk about yourself. I think that a lot of people, they want to impress someone. So it usually comes from a good place, but when somebody only talks about themselves, so that would have to be one. Um, another is if they're not confident, anybody who's insecure, typically I think that insecure people end up doing more damage than even people who are overly uh, confident. Um, and if somebody's texting you all day, every day, um, I think that's a red flag. Like on the flip side, what three factors are green flags to you? Alternatively to the texting, I would say that if somebody is able to just check in with you throughout the week and text you solely to make plans so that there's lots of conversation and you actually do hang out with one another, that's a green flag. Uh, when you can just sit in silence with someone, you know, I think that when, when we're dating, we feel like we have to fill up the dead air and fill up the space with lots of words. But when you can comfortably sit in silence with, with somebody, that's like a really good sign of the relationship. And um, the last one would have to be when you, if, you, if they make you feel calm, you know, um, one of the biggest things that I say all the time is that butterflies are a myth and, and usually it's just anxiety. So when you feel calm and, and at peace when you're with someone, that's a really green, green, green flag. Mm. Mm. I saw you post something about that the other day and I reshared it on my personal Instagram because I was like, that is so true. <laughs> and I love the comfortable silence as well because I'm an introvert. So that's just ideal Like we could both kind of do our own thing, but be comfortable with each other while we're t together. Yes. <laughs> and if you could pick an actress um, to star as you in a movie, who would you pick? It would be a fight between Jennifer Lawrence and Hilary Duff. I, I just, I don't know why. <laughs> I have like such a girl crush on the two of them. So I, I would say it would, it would have to be one or the other. Um, you know, if it was a very serious movie, then, then maybe it would be, you know, J-Law. But if it was like a silly, quirky movie, you know, maybe it would be Hilary Duff. And then who would you say, like going with the celebrity theme, who would you say is your celebrity crush? Oh, Diplo, 100%. Ooh. <laughs> and if you were given 1000 to spend, uh, what would be the first thing that you do with the money? Okay, so I'm one of those embarrassing people who loves going to Disney World a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> I would probably spend it, you know, somehow on, on going to Disney. Disney. Uh, my parents live in Florida, very close to Disney World, so I'm there all the time. And I, I would probably just use it towards that. If you had to choose somewhere, what was your like, favorite place that you've ever been to that you traveled to? Let's see. I, I really like... Uh, New Orleans in, in Louisiana. I went there during Mardi Gras and like, you know, I, I, I was a little bit younger. So I was in my early 20s and I thought that I would enjoy the partying aspect of it. But I, mm. I ended up liking the culture, the food, uh, everything so much that that was probably one of my favorite places I've been to. Mm. Well, nice. And um, this might take a bit longer to think of, but you have a little bit of time. It's not a speed round. But if you had to choose your favorite motivational quote or saying that you go by, what would you pick? I don't know who said this, and, and I, I, it, might, it might be an unknown quote, but one of the things that kind of sticks with me the most is, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So you can't, basically, you can't expect anything to change if you don't make a change. Mm -hmm. That's a good Very one. Good. And then finally, um, if you could pick an animal that best describes the personality, what would you pick? It's a mythical creature. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's something new for us on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a unicorn. And honestly, I believe <laughs> that they did exist at some point. They must have done. Otherwise, where yeah. would we where would we get the idea of a unicorn from, you know? Exactly. Like where? In our dreams? Out. Yeah, I feel that way about <laughs> lots of things. I'm like, that had to be real. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's a really good one. So yeah, and, and, and probably with your personality, you seem like really bubbly as well. And I get that sort of unicorn vibe from it as well. <laughs> And was that the final question? Yeah, yeah, it was. Wait, <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what, Christina? Romina never gives me a warning when that's the final question. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm always like, have to try and guess. Actually, no, sometimes you do say, I did, the last... I did, I did. I said it's the final question. Did you? Oh, okay. okay. You're not listening to me, clearly. <laughs> I'm not listening. That's what it is. I was too busy, like, daydreaming about unicorns, you know? <laughs> so fantastic. Well, look, thank you so much, Christina, for coming on the Dating Dilemmas podcast. We ask all our guests, just before we 
crack on. We kind of already know the answer to this because I've done a bit of digging. But <laughs> are you in a relationship? Are you in a situationship? Or are you single? I'm in a relationship. In August, it will be three years with my boyfriend, Joe. Oi, oi. Aww. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> well done. That's amazing. And that's also because obviously you have had a history of dating. You have obviously had relationships that worked, had relationships that didn't work and sort of learnt from all of that. And hence the reason why you've actually only just recently dropped Manifest Your Dream Guy ASAP, a seven step guide to stop swiping and start manifesting, obviously written by yourself that people can obviously download. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on. As you know, talking about that specific book, we are actually talking about how to manifest your dream partner. We can't get Christina on and talk about ghosting or talk about like who pays on the first day when we have a lady who's a specialist when it comes to this. Now, sometimes it does feel like everyone else has kind of already figured out their dream partner and they already know how to make relationships work. And sometimes you feel like, are you doing the right things? Are you saying the right things? Like, do you need to change? Do you need to adapt? Sometimes it can be so exhausting to deal with repeated breakups, bad dates and trying to manifest love and of course constant battles with loneliness and dreaming of a better life and thinking how the hell is it going to happen it's really normal sometimes to just want to give up and many of us have all felt that and maybe you have resigned yourself to the single life and think do you know what, F it can't be asked, can't be bothered with it <laughs> even though you know deep down that you still want to find the one but it's all about manifesting and to be honest me and Romina want to learn from Christina today as she's a specialist in this Mm -hmm. so Christina talk to us you know all these people that are struggling with dating is it as simple as we can actually control and have it in our control to find the one yes so here's how I think of it right I think that a a lot of the you know information is so accessible these days uh you know I've been I remember reading dating books when I was in high school. Like I was just so into reading these books and it was like this coveted information that you had to go and seek out, but you can find information everywhere. And that that's really cool and that's really great. But a lot of the problem with that is these days um, we're, we're very afraid to hurt people's feelings and I think specifically women when it comes to dating uh, and we tell people that there's nothing wrong with them and yes in your essence your soul like who you truly are of course you're perfect as who you are and you should be able to show that to somebody but when you don't think that you can when you think like I'm perfect there's nothing wrong with me uh, that doesn't put you in in power like in any sort of position to change right so I think when Mm. you when you think of manifesting you think I have control and I have the power and when you focus on yourself and what you can do for yourself and how you can change your thinking behaviors patterns things like that it that's so beautiful and powerful so I, I think it is it, it, and I'm not saying manifesting is easy you know uh, especially if it's not something that you've done before if you've never been into the law of attraction or manifesting mm. it's not easy uh, but it's but it's possible and it's very powerful and it's a very beautiful place to be in so um, yeah I mean it, it, it is possible because I've been aware of like manifestation for maybe about I don't know about eight nine years and when I first started doing it I think that really helped all my career whereas I feel like manifestation and love is where it dips so you're perfect to be on the show <laughs> and just to talk about it and like what to do so what's the difference between manifestation and law of attraction or are they the same thing um so manifestation is like it, they're pretty much interchangeable. The law of attraction really mostly just speak, speaks to attracting things to you in the same like vibe, vibrations and frequency. Mm. And manifesting is more like all-encompassing of it. Because they always say, like, obviously, when you let go of something toxic or something bad in your life, you are then manifesting and, you know, attracting good things in your life. So I'll give you an example, because I think, Romina, you're the one who actually said this about myself. Mm. So I was I was in a relationship before and it didn't work out and it was quite tragic towards the end. And I broke up with him. But then as soon as I broke up with him, the day later, I got 
all this amazing stuff come into my life. I got a radio job on the BBC. I got this other radio job. I had this other TV job come through. Like I started to feel like a different person. All this good stuff was happening around me. I started making loads of new friends and I literally started feeling like a complete different person. And then naturally someone else came into my life that actually I feel very calm with and ticks all the boxes. So did I, did I attract that because I was really happy in all those other areas? Yes, I I would say so. So uh, a big part of like letting go and and ridding yourself of things that no longer serve you, it ends up opening up space for somebody else. So even if even if it's not dating, I can give you an example, you know, um, let's say you want to, you know, leave your job or find a new job, you know, you can do things like, um, let's say you have you work in the office and you have all these things on your desk if you start like cleaning off your desk and maybe you buy yourself a new plant that you're going to bring to your new job and it's just like acting as if it's already happening and removing things and letting go of things that are keeping you anchored where you are so yeah that that sounds like Mm -hmm. you manifested it yeah because everyone kept saying oh it's the law of attraction because all this other good stuff's happening because you let go of something that wasn't good for you you're slowly slowly starting to get all this other good stuff as well and then that naturally made me in a happy place so when I met someone I, I just felt like I was completely myself you know do, do you know what I mean it was it was a really really strange experience but obviously that's still in process so we shall see on later episodes to see <laughs> if that does fully manifest you know <laughs> yes so when did you start realizing that this is this is the way on how to find your dream partner like what made you think this is like with your book as well like what, what yeah. did you think this was like the route to go down for people listening so they can do the same you know as far as law of attraction and manifestation, that started for me a long time ago. Uh, when I was in high school, my parents had my sister and I sit down with them and watch the movie The Secret. Uh, if you haven't seen that, you you must. It is incredibly powerful. Uh, so I've always been into the law of attraction, and I w- I won't sit here and tell you that like every aspect of my life, I'm, I'm I have to I manifest these incredible things. It's really just where you put your focus and your energy. Uh, when it came to myself and realizing that that is what works. Um, It was almost like an afterthought. I realized um, once I started getting serious with my boyfriend that I manifested it. And I thought of all the little weird habits. I I, I guess they're not really weird, but all all of the little uh, habits and and things that I would do that I realized I manifested him. Um, Mm. I'll be honest with you. I didn't date a lot. I didn't swipe on the apps. I wasn't into dating. I thought dating was awkward. I, I wasn't into searching for the right one. I... I didn't realize till afterwards that one of my girlfriends said to me, you manifested your relationship with Joe a few months before you met him. You said, I'm not really worried. I I know I'm going to meet somebody. I know I'm a good person and I'll I'll be a great partner. I know I'm going to meet somebody. So I started thinking about that and I, and I, I was like, you know, I don't like this. Um, we're da- we're dating on like defense and and dating very reactively. It's it's all about like how to respond to a text, how what to say on the dating mm-hmm. apps. It's all very reactive rather than being proactive and and being. How how can I just be a good partner right now? How can I just attract that right person into my life? So it was a, it was a little combination of of me just kind of realizing afterwards that I attracted Joe to me, and then through becoming a dating coach and you know. I obviously follow lots of other dating coaches and just realizing a lot of this is so reactive. Mm. Um, And when you can really be proactive and have lots of of power over your life and specifically your dating life. So Mm -hmm. how did you meet Joe then? Okay, so this is really funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is really funny. Um, I went out for one of my girlfriend's birthdays. We went to uh, Beauty in Essex in, you know, in New York City, which is like a, you know, a big club. And I think they have a couple of them, you know, all over, all over the US. But um, we, we went there and it was a very not Joe's vibe, which is so funny now. I'm like, I, can ne- I can't believe I met him <laughs> at this place. It was one of those, you know, boozy brunches where you're drinking champagne all day. And I actually, he, he, was, he uh, is friends with, my, you know, my, he's friends with the friend that, that I went for the birthday. And um, we, were, we were drinking heavily. And I took Joe home with me. I thought I was having a one night stand. 
Oh, really? Enough. I thought awesome. I was having a one night uh. stand. And I, I, as a dating coach, by the way, this is not advice. As a dating coach, I will never tell you to sleep with somebody on the first night or, ha or have one night stands and expect them to be relationships. Mm. It's not advice that I give. I think that's a one off situation. Mm. And, and I recognize that it's the exception to the rule. But I thought that we were going to be a one night stand. And funny enough, we just ended up having really, really great conversation. Um, the way that manifestation and law of, the law of attraction kind of um, ties into this is, you know, the, the next day I let it go. I thought to myself, that guy was, was really nice. Like I, I, I liked, you know, spending time with him. He was really cool. But if I don't hear from him again, that's okay. I, mm -hmm. I, I didn't have any expectations. Yeah. I said, that's okay. If, if, if he wants to reach out again, he will. And a week later he did. Wow. And then it just went from there. Yeah. That's wow. really cool. Oh, yeah, and I think sometimes it's the sort of like lack of expectation with it. You just mm -hmm. kind of went with the flow and it just kind of worked out. But again, right. like you said before, it's about self-confidence. Mm. It's about yeah. knowing yourself, that self-development, because during that week, you could have been one of those girls that kept mm. checking their phone every day and expecting a relationship there and then, even though you were just up having chats and conversations and stuff, yeah. you know? You could have been that person, but because you worked on yourself, you became confident and no expectation it led you to to kind of message him back a week when he after a week later when he messaged you to then just be pretty normal and then just carry on from there you know mm. right and I, I was just doing things way differently than I had in the past you know I wasn't stalking him on social media we all have a habit of doing that I wasn't creating like a thing of it you know so yeah. I wasn't stalking him on social media looking for you know you end up on Facebook and next thing you know you're on like their aunt's cousins, <laughs> mothers, you know, like you, you yeah. end up going down a rabbit hole. I didn't do any of that. And even while we were in the early stages of us dating, I, I never got so wrapped up in it where I thought, oh, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to be crushed. I never felt that way. It's like I, when you have so much clarity and you really work on yourself, you are able to really look at things objectively and say, if this doesn't work out, it's okay. I, mm. I would be upset about it, but it's okay. And knowing that whatever is really meant for you in your life is going to happen. Yeah, and yes, yeah, a really, really good way and even like a refreshing way to think about it as well because probably a lot of people do tie that attachment and do tie that kind of like emotion feeling with it where it's good to sort of take a step back and just <laughs> go with it. Another one that I have at the moment, so I'm going through this like personally myself and I've been manifesting, like I said, for like a while and just really trying to like visualise what I'm doing but mentally I feel like I haven't been able, I'm in sort of a funk and I can't really okay. like visualize anymore so like how do you get out of that like how do you really start from basics i guess and really try and work on that so you have to find the method that works for you uh like for me i, I i'm not the t type of person it's funny that you know I, I wrote this workbook and it's a manifestation workbook but i'm not the type of person who can stare at myself in the mirror and do affirmations for me that mm. feels silly there are some people who that's that's how they like to do it some people like to meditate for me it's it's journaling so I'll, I'll like future journal, which, which is part of the, the workbook, right? So I'll, I'll sit there and I'll just write about my, my life that I want as if it's in the mm. present. So that might be something that you want to try. Um, if you're not writing things down, then it, it's, a little, it's a little difficult to, to see them happening. You know, they say like a goal without a plan is just a wish. That sounds really yeah. cheesy, but it's true. So really just get clear about what it is that you want, not what you think you should have, what you really, really want and what makes you happy and find a different way to to visualize that happening. So not just sitting there and thinking about it, maybe that's not working for you or it doesn't feel realistic. It could be mm. writing about it. It could be a Pinterest board. It could be an actual vision board that, that you're putting things on, but just being clear about your goals and then finding the, the method that works for you to see it as a reality. Yeah, because I think I think that's the sometimes like, weirdly for me, like when I'm like walking and stuff, like that's when I sort of like picture it in my head. Whereas like sometimes like when you're kind of like, I don't know, in that sort of funk, you're not, you don't want to do those sorts of things because you're just kind of like in your sort of head with it. So I think, right. yeah, probably getting into the routine of doing that again will kind of like make me feel a bit more inspired and that will hopefully attract what I want. Mm. Yes, absolutely. I love that. 
Yeah, that's that's a great one actually. Walking is great. Uh, I, you know, I used to do that a lot. Now Joe and I we take a lot of walks together. Uh, but you know, I used to love just going on long walks alone, especially while while I was single. Or even now, if I could, you know, break free, you know, from the old ball and chain you know, and go for a walk by myself. Um, I'm I'm kidding, but you know, that that is a, it is it's a great way. You just sit there, you you listen yeah. to your music or you listen to nature or whatever it is, and you, you're you end up daydreaming quite a bit when you go for walks. So that's a really great one and then like another one that we were like um thinking in terms of like manifestation like if you don't know what you want how can you like manifest something positive very good question if you don't know what you want think, think about the feel you know what feelings you want mm. right so a lot of the, the missing the missing piece a lot of the time is that people talk about what they want but they don't think about the feelings so when i speak of manifesting your dream partner you know you, you don't want to focus on the, the shallow bits of it or, mm. or even, you know, and this goes for everything, right? You can't, you, you, you some of the specifics are, are not even as important as the feelings. So if you focus on like, this is the feeling that I want to have, right? This is the motivation I want to feel. This is, you know, if, if even if it's, let's say you want to get into shape, right? It's like, this is how I want to feel in this outfit. Focus on the feelings. If you're not sure what you want, I'm sure you know what type of feelings you want to have. So I would mm. talk about that more than, or think about that rather than like, I want this guy who's, you know, you know, over, over six feet tall and makes this much money and don't focus on that. It's really about focusing on the feelings. Yeah, that's, that's actually, actually really yeah. important. Because, like, it's sort of that kind of, like, that foot... If you kind of, like... So, I could be like, oh, I want a guy, like you said, six foot, this, that, the other. <laughs> but if you've got that feeling of probably feeling loved and content and happy then you're probably sort of like speaking out it's that feeling I always like neglect the feeling sides of it so yeah that's a really good point yeah the feeling side is definitely really really important and I think once you experience a bit of sort of turmoil heartbreak relationships mm. that don't work out you then realize at a later date actually the feeling side is actually more important than the six foot guy um so yeah I, I definitely believe that we've actually had quite a few people get in contact with us as well and we've got one person who actually reached out to get some advice from you Christina okay. so let me give you a bit of a backstory so he believed in manifesting right he went to the gym he said that he's going to get this fit he's lost loads of weight he's looking really good he left a toxic job is now working somewhere where he's earning a lot more he's really happy and through his dating it's been up and down it's not been great and then he dated someone for like sort of six months and she ended up being really really mean and nasty and awful and it's kind of put him off from everything like all dating but all these little changes he's done in his life he's trying to manifest the right person but now this is the situation he's in so this is paul from london i dated somebody for about six months i thought it was going all right i got suddenly suddenly dropped for no apparent reason and she turned into an absolute bitch no reason why got no idea and i stopped i stopped dating really really put me off i then started again changed my changed my attitude towards it i think and then started again and i've met somebody else who on the face of it ticks all the right boxes in terms of same interests same same kind of upbringing same kind of values and everything else it seemed really well the difficulty i've got is little bit unsure on what she feels but coupled with that is that she's had a her father's just passed away so she's closed off so it's really difficult at the moment to know when to reach out to her if to reach out to her what to say to her and i have left it two weeks and i've messaged her actually today for the first time in two weeks after no contact just seeing how she is which i don't think is a bigger deal is too, it's too big a deal but at the same time, I don't know how that was going to be received by her either after she did tell me that she was really closed off and she did say that she would come back come back to me. But yeah, any, any advice would be really helpful. So he's kind of manifested all the different aspects in his life, tried to make it as positive as he could, ended up attracting someone perfect for him, in his eyes perfect, but now he's in a situation where actually a situation's happened in her life and she's like, I need space. And now there's like no contact. He doesn't know what to do. Okay, that, that, that's, a, that's a little bit of a rough one, right? So mm. Paul is, um, he's holding on for dear life. He's not, he's not letting go. What I'm gathering from this is he's not letting go and believing that the right thing is going to happen for him. Um, that, that's what I'm getting from it, right? Because it sounds like he's, he's holding on to this idea of everything in my life is going really great, 
why isn't this thing going great, right? Um, as far as the, you know, it sounds like he, he's do, doing what he can to let go of, of the, the six-month relationship. And now with this new girl, I would say part of it is communication. I think that our generation, like e even if we just step away from the manifesting for a moment, right? We are afraid to ask questions and be very clear. Like we're afraid to scare people off. Uh, so I, I, would, I would simply say like, how do you want me to handle this with you? Everybody grieves mm -hmm. differently, right? So if you can say like, how, how do you want me to reach out? Like, do you want me to be there for you or do you want your space? You know, just ask that question. Uh, and if somebody wants their space, just just give it to them, right? Mm. Um, it, she's going through through a difficult time, and and every like I said, everybody processes and grieves differently. So you need to just ask the questions to find out what she wants from you, and then you have to just let it go and believe that if or when she is ready to pursue this relationship with you, she will. But you have to communicate it first. Let her know, like I. I I can sense that you, that you're closed off and reasonably, you know, you, you you feel that way, and you if you need some time, that's fine. I just don't want to step away without letting you know that I'm going to give you that space. Um, and she might say, "No, I actually maybe maybe she'll say, you know, I, I was a little closed off, but I actually do wish that you reached out more. You never know that that could be something that she says, or or she can say, yeah, you know what, I just I don't have the head for this right now, and and I need some space, and you give it to her. But stop holding on to it." So so much just believe that you you have this new great job you you're working on yourself you got into shape like you if you believe that you are a good partner and that you are a prize then you're gonna attract that to yourself you have to just let it go mm. you're holding on for dear mm. life yeah definitely I would definitely yeah. say he sounds like he's holding on to dear life as well especially when I think it's a difficult situation because I think from the back context, I know uh, Paul did go on a date with her and she did friend zone him and then they carried on talking as friends and that ended up becoming more than friends. Mm. It became a bit of a situation ship without a label. They kissed. So it's not like they're friends, but then okay. they're not a label. So he he's not her boyfriend. So he can't yeah. be like, well, you can't just ignore me for two weeks. It's in that awkward period. Yeah. But he's like when more than friends so what do I do type thing you know it's well confusing if you were it, okay so knowing that context of it where she did friend zone him and then they ended up kind of you know kissing or you know whatever even though it's more than friends it's not a relationship and it doesn't sound like it's actually going in the direction of a relationship why do you say that it's good to know though because you're I think you're right yeah, so because he's because she friend zoned him in the beginning and then they ended up hooking up. To me it sounds like she liked that attention and not in a superficial way. I mean, it's, we will, we all want like affection and attention from somebody. It feels nice and it sounds like he is I call them like placeholder boyfriends. Like you're holding on anything that's like a situation ship, you're holding on until something better comes your way or something that's more suited for you comes your way. So it is possible, knowing that part of it now, it is possible that she wants you kind of lingering in the background because she she needs or wants that support right now mm. in, in a mm. somewhat romantic sense, but it doesn't sound like she's ready to dive into it romantically, even though you hooked up, which is mixed messages. And, and it is kind of, I mean, it's kind of a shitty thing to do, you know. Yeah. But and they chat every day on the time. phone, but she's going yeah. through a tough time at the moment, you yeah. know, because they used to speak every single day on the phone all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's mixed messages, but you, you have to just uh, feel for her and just let her do her thing. And you're allowed to set boundaries, even if somebody's going through a tough time and let them know, like, I can't do this. It, you know, it's, it's really, it's, it's hurting me. It's tugging at my feelings and making me feel confused. And I wish you the best, but I, I really, I have to protect myself as well. Mm. Yeah, good point, actually. And that yeah. takes a lot of strength, doesn't it, to do that? Yeah, it does. Yeah, good. And like another question that I had is like, how do you sort of like, if you've got loads of like past baggage with relationships and stuff like that, like how do you kind of manifest without bringing all the baggage with you? So it's really just about being, it, it depends. So I'll, I'll just even give you like a personal example. So the guy that I dated before Joe, he cheated on me and it was mm. so, it was such a bad breakup and I was like sick for over it for like six mm. months. And I, and now thinking back, I'm like, what? Like, why? Like, he was he did me a favor. It was like so stupid. I can't believe that I even got so upset over it. But I, you have to give yourself time, and you need to forgive people who don't say sorry to you. 
you know mm. you need to go into it with you you have to realize that like not everybody is the same not everybody is going to treat you poorly you're not going to have that same relationship that you had before and if you don't just forgive people even if they don't say sorry to you you're never going to get you know that's a very good point actually and we've also got um another thing as well um Romina you've got quite a lot of different questions here from different people haven't you yeah so how to ask for signs when manifesting how to ask for signs just it's it's all about like what you believe right so when i when i talk about manifestation i uh, to me it's like i believe in the the universe right mm. if you believe in god you believe in the universe a source energy whatever it is right most of us not all but most of us believe in something so that something can hear you just ask for it you know so like mm. uh, this is actually going to sound really funny but um for me and in, in my, in my career path right i i, I want a sign that i'm doing the right thing and i've i've sa i've said you know to the universe i'm like give me give me a sign show me ask for a specific sign ask for it say you know let's say you say i want to see a sunflower when i see a sunflower like to give me that sign, bring me a sunflower. And you'd be surprised that you end up seeing that as a sign. So as far as like a mm -hmm. physical sign, ask the universe for it. It sounds so silly, but um, that's really important to ask for a sign. And then I would say it's just like when you feel calm, just like when you feel calm, uh, you know, in a relationship, like I said, when you feel calm and there's like all of a sudden this like knowing, you just know that something's going to work out that's a sign don't you we're, we're made to believe that you have to like struggle through everything and worry through everything and if you're not like hustling struggling all that like it's like you're not going to get what you want but you can very much just like lean back and be at peace and get the things you want yeah it takes a lot of confidence yeah. to actually believe that as well because a lot of people say well if you're not arguing in relationships or if this is not happening then it's probably not not a healthy relationship well yeah. actually Actually, it bloody is, you know. <laughs> I feel calm. Let me yeah. be at peace, all right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. And I've got another question. It's like For the more sort of naturally negative people, how do you sort of manifest without bringing in the negativity? Maybe just start with little things, right? So you're not just, you're not, start with manifesting little things. You can even mm. focus on like, I want a free cup of coffee. And like, just think about like how it would taste and like, you know, what kind of cup it would be. And little, little things, start small. Because when oh, you start really good, small yeah. and it's, yeah, and it's something so little and you, and you see and you really believe that you're going to get that small thing, it gives you the confidence to know that, you know, that you'll, that you can achieve larger. So we've actually got yeah. some people that got in contact with us on the socials as well, actually, and they wanted to ask specific questions. So I asked the question, what sort of things are you looking for in a partner? What sort of things do you want to manifest? And these are what some of the people have said. So Nigat said, a decent personality, intellectual thought, maturity, empathy, kindness is key. How is she going to manifest that? Uh, can you repeat to me the first quality? decent personality that's too broad right get really mm. specific okay mm. um not not to plug my workbook so much which is it's free so i would love for people to get plug it away right? but but yeah, <laughs> thank you. But uh, there actually, it, there's a section in there. You, you wanna get really, really clear on what it is that you want. So be extremely specific, no, nothing broad, right? So, and, and, you, you, and it doesn't have to be one word, it's detail. So write down a list, you start with a really big list even, right? Maybe over 30 attributes that you want in your specific, you know, your partner. And then start narrowing down, like what are the ones that I absolutely cannot live without and get really specific. And and then whatever your tool of, of visualizing that for yourself is, uh, like I was saying before, like journaling, meditating, whatever it is, focus on those things. Focus on the feelings, but get very specific. Yeah, like for example, mm -hmm. Daisy, one of our contributors and guests on the podcast, said she wants somebody who's ambitious, hardworking, caring, affectionate, compassionate, active, and spontaneous. Okay, so when it comes to... Um, you know, being being like very motivated, ambitious, right? Be specific, ambitious about what exactly? How ambitious? Are they so ambitious that they don't have, have time to be home? Or are they ambitious, but they have such a great work-life balance? So, uh, you know, dear, dear journal, I want my, my dream partner is ambitious, but 
they're so ambitious that they have the weekends off and we're able to travel, get more, everything yeah. is about being more specific. Uh, it's also about putting yourself in the position to meet those people. So like I said, I didn't date a lot before Joe. I had relationships, you know, like the, the, the hookup here and there, right? But I didn't date a lot. I made sure to meet a lot of people. So don't date a lot of people, meet a lot of people. Mm. Where are you more bound to meet ambitious men, right? Mm. Think about that. Like, where am I? I know that the lo the, the lockdowns and all that have been a little crazy, especially by, by where you guys live, right? But yeah. now, you know, <laughs> the world's slowly starting to open up. Even if it's a Facebook group, if you have to mm. go virtually, where are you meeting ambitious people? Where will you meet more spontaneous people? Okay. Be more specific, yeah. I think, is a really good bit of advice because yeah. I didn't think you'd need to be that specific. Yeah. Um, but actually, let's give it a go and let's give it a try because that, that might actually work. I mean, Bav Sandu has been very specific. Her mm -hmm. response was, must enjoy carbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that's so important. That I think so that's important. I think that's very important. And then Dizzy Drizzy said, "Make you laugh, but not make fun of you." So that might be. I mean, is it good to manifest certain qualities of negative things that happened to you in the past? Because clearly he's saying that because he's had someone take the piss out of him, right? I'm guessing. Yeah, don't, don't focus on the negative. Um, mm. You know, I I was coaching somebody recently, and and it was a, a first session, and. Uh, she said in the end, oh, I'm surprised that you didn't ask me what my deal breakers are. Like, don't you think that's important to know? And I'm like, no, it's not. It's important for you to know what you want. Don't focus on what you don't want. The universe doesn't know the difference. They don't mm -hmm. know I don't want this or I do want this. They just hear this, you know, like, yeah. So, so you want to just talk about what you do want and you'll eliminate the things that you don't when you focus on what you do want. Yeah, because I even found that like even speaking and the words that I use, I try and try to be conscious with what I'm using because I noticed that, for example, I'll be like, oh, I'm stressed out. Or, oh, I'm this. And then it's like you're kind of attracting that sort of energy in. Whereas like I've been with my dating. I have, So for context, like I had like a break from like dating and I kind of wanted to focus on myself. But when everyone would ask me, are you going to meet anyone? I'll be like, no, I don't want to meet anyone. Like I, I won't get anyone. Whereas like I've been consciously being like, I do want to meet someone. I can meet someone and just yeah. try and like rephrase it because I think the rephrasing bit trains your brain if you say it enough I think hopefully I'll to believe it that's yeah. that's how I kind of look at it yeah fake it till you make it yeah, yeah, I definitely have noticed your language, you know, changing because obviously before yeah. in the past when you dated, you know, it probably was a little bit of negative language and then you had a break away from dating. But the way mm. you speak about dating now is not like, oh, can't be asked. Oh, you're very positive yeah. now about your language. Yeah, and I think that hopefully me saying that will put me on a like a sort of energy level to attract something that's on my level. Whereas I think I was on a completely different negative wavelength. And yeah, that doesn't attract anything good. Right. So are you saying don't go on the dating apps? <laughs> I'm not saying don't go on the dating apps, but people get dating app fatigue. You're just swiping, mm. swiping, swiping. You're searching. Like you're really just like searching for somebody. So I'm not saying don't go on it. I mean, it, it, listen, these days it's sometimes it's virtually the only way to meet somebody new or that's how it feels, right? Mm. Uh, so I'm not saying don't go on, but I'm saying stop swiping endlessly. Like choose one app and give yourself a time limit. I'm going to go on every day for a half hour on this one app and choose it and then just swipe. If you If you like what you see, great. If you don't, there, there's always going to be more tomorrow so it's not mm. about not doing it at all but it's so it's it's such like a lack mindset to be in when you're endlessly swiping and searching for mm. other people when you can instead be focusing on yourself and attract them to you because you mentioned it earlier about like meeting like going to places that where you'd find someone like ambitious like is there anywhere that you sort of recommend for people to kind of like put themselves into situations or uh, places to go just to sort of kind of like be around different sorts of people because I know from experience apps can just get overwhelming it is like a swiping game yeah um, so it, it, it really just depends. So for example, if, if I had, uh, you know, a client say to me, like, I, <laughs> I want to meet a wealthy man, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> where, where are you going to meet them? Maybe like go golfing, like go, you know, like we're, you have to just think outside the box. <laughs> yeah. like, where would this person be? You know, I want to meet somebody who is, uh, you know, who's into fitness. It's like, you can meet people at the gym. You can meet people in the supermarket. You can meet people anywhere. And instead we're just endlessly swiping 
swiping when there's people mm. everywhere all the time. But it's having that people. confidence <laughs> to go up to someone because you don't know if they're single, you don't know if they're dating someone and mm -hmm. it's dealing with that rejection. If you go up to someone in the supermarket and be like, hey, I have a partner or you don't know their age. Hey, I'm 23. Oh shit, I'm in my 30s. Do you know what I mean? So I guess yeah. it's an element of that as well, a bit of risk taking. Like what's the ratio between finding someone that ticks a few of your boxes versus getting that rejection? I mean, I don't know, do you know? Right. I, I I know what you mean. So, but here's the thing. Everybody, they, when they think of like meeting someone, like when they're out and about, right, they think they're going to walk up to them and be like, hi, you're attractive. I love you. Marry me. <laughs> like, you're not going to say that, right? Yeah. You're gonna, you, you, you go up, you know, maybe if you're, if you're out somewhere and, and you know, you go over to somebody and uh, let's say you're, again, you're at the gym, right? And you think somebody is attractive. It's like, you don't want to be creepy. I mean, but you go over and maybe you're like, maybe you're like, hey, do you know somewhere close to here that I can get a smoothie after this? Or or a cup of coffee. If you just ask a question, you'll very quickly be able to see by their body language, if they have open body language, if they're crossing their arms, if they're open to even answering that very simple question. True. And just keep it, yeah. keep it flowing from there, right? So if they're like, oh, you know, yeah, there's there's a Starbucks down the road over there, and then there's a, there's mom and pop, you know, coffee shop down down the street, a local local business, and you go, and maybe that's that's your cue to pick up on something that they said, and you, you, you for you to say, oh, you know. I, I can't go to Starbucks. I don't know how to order order, um, order off of that menu. You know, a venti. A tra I don't know what they're doing. You know, you, just, yeah. you keep the conversation going, and you'll very quickly know whether or not they'd even be interested in giving you their name, let alone, you know, speak to you again. So, mm. it is building that confidence. But a great practice to get into is just start talking to strangers who you don't even find attractive. Just start, be better about meeting new people so if you're standing you're standing in line at, at the store and, and you just strike up a conversation with someone it, as someone of, of this of you know that you're not attracted to so you know if, if you're if you're you know a, a straight woman right and you want to date a man just if, if you could just speak to a stranger who is a woman get comfortable with speaking mm -hmm. to strangers and meeting new people Mm, that's yeah. a really good bit of advice for our listeners mm -hmm. because I'm sure a lot of people are scared to go up to people. I talk to bloody every random person. <laughs> I'm in a supermarket. I, I make more conversations with them than the person I'm with. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And Romina, yeah. do you have any other questions from our list? Um, so, yeah, I wanted to kind of ask, so, like, um, how to kind of... Um, so if you don't know exactly what to what uh, that you exactly want, like how do you narrow that down? Is there like another way that you can kind of sort of just build on what you want? So I would at first focus on yourself and what you mm -hmm. bring to a relationship or what you would like to bring to a relationship and then think of what how how that would be complemented by somebody else right so if you're if you say you know i i love to cook right if you say i love to cook um i i you know i i want somebody who um who gives really good compliments, right? Because maybe you want to you want to be able to like cook for somebody, and it's gonna like feed your soul for them to be like, "Wow, this tastes great! You're the best mm -hmm. cook." Things like that, right? So focus yeah. on what you want to bring to a relationship, and 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 then how that would be complemented, and then you can you can go down the line and think of things that that didn't work out in relationships, and just focus on what would be better, like how you would change that. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and it kind of like. Yeah, it kind of complements what you want, but then also attracting what someone else could. So you meet in the middle sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So just think about what would complement you and how you want to. When you focus on you being a good partner for somebody else and you focus on giving that to someone else, you're going to attract the right person. Everybody mm. is focused on, you know, finding the right person for them and like putting all the pressure on the other person when it's like, I want to be the best partner I want to know that I have options I, like I know what I can bring to somebody else's mm. life and the value that I can bring and how I want to make somebody else feel and that sort of like selflessness of it and giving focusing on giving is going to attract better into your life 
Yeah, because you don't hear that. Like when you're asking your friends, you always kind of like, oh, so what do you want in someone else? But you never ask mm-hmm. what could you bring to someone mm-hmm. else as never. well. Like, yeah, it's, it's a good thing because then it will open up bits in you. Someone was like, what can you bring? Well, I can, I don't know, do this and then I could do that. And that probably brings like confidence in you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then it can really kind of like give you that tunnel vision of exactly what it is that you want, mm-hmm. you know, narrow it down a little bit more. So right. tell us a little bit about, you know, obviously with regards to your book and all the details alongside that. As far as the book goes, so it's it's a um, it's a 18 page workbook. So there's there's exercises. When you download it, you can just plug right into the PDF and, and write things down. But it's a it's a mixture of exercises, uh, journaling prompts. Uh, there are resources where you can just learn more about manifestation and the law of attraction. And uh, there's some like habit breaking in there as well. So there you can. The way that I recommend that you would complete it is there's seven steps, and you should focus on them one each day for a week and each exercise should really take you you know no more than than 30 minutes um but it's really just about breaking down those steps and i truly believe that if you are following every step and you believe in the information and what you're doing and you're committed to it you can you can possibly attract a partner by the end of the week what I, we need to say yeah. that's that's yeah I'm, I'm gonna do it so after the school I'm you straight can, doing that yeah let's start it then me and Romina will start it and then I guess we'll send it across to you and then you can have a little read maybe oh yeah if you, if you want to do it like that you absolutely can uh, and I could I could take a read over it but yeah it's it's either by the end of the seven days especially if you do it each each day seven days and you're really mindful about it either you can attract that dream partner right I mean it's totally possible or you'll at least feel really confident mm. that and clear you'll be ready yeah. for it good no okay Romina as a task set for us so next yeah. time on the podcast I will be asking you next week mm-hmm. how you got on with yours and did you submit your homework to Christina or not and I will <laughs> Hold myself account to do exactly the same thing. But look, Christina, thank you so much for coming on the Dating Dilemmas podcast. I'm really hoping for people that are listening right now that keeps hearing the word manifestation and (laughs) putting things into the universe Mm -hmm. and the law of attraction actually have a bit of an understanding what it's all about when it comes to relationships and actually finding a partner. Because I hear it a lot in the corporate workplace. We all do. But when it comes to relationships, why are we not talking enough about it, you know? Right. You can put the same mm-hmm. practice in the corporate world yeah. into your love life, right? Yes. Now, we can't let you go, obviously. No. <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've been eager to ask this question. So we asked all our guests um, this question before, we, uh, before they leave. So what is the worst dating experience that you've had or the worst date that you've been on? Okay, so as I said, I didn't, I wasn't dating a lot, right? Mm. I, I was never the yeah. type to just like go on lots of dates. But I can think of a date that I had with an ex-boyfriend that was just so awful um so it was my birthday and he was taking me out for dinner and he decided that he was going to let somebody first borrow his car so i had to drive myself to the restaurant for my birthday and pick him up and drive him there uh and you know then you know not be able to like have a cocktail and enjoy myself right mm. I, I had to chauffeur chauffeur him to my birthday and then we had we had this great dinner and, and and really enjoyed ourselves and then he complained about how how much the bill was and made me feel so <gasps> guilty oh, for no. choosing this place for my birthday that would make you feel like no. shit that is Ugh. definitely a bad awkward day that's actually yeah. just really selfish and self-contained yeah. from him yep X for a reason, right? Come on. (laughs) And a red flag as well. (laughs) A red flag as well. Yeah, exactly. And an X for a bloody reason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's just hope Joe takes you to all the lovely restaurants and doesn't mind paying and you will take him and you won't mind paying and hopefully you will not be the designated driver and you come back (laughs) drunk with a hangover like you do have this morning. Actually, you you don't have a hangover. Sorry, secret let out. (laughs) Thank you so much. Please let all our listeners know, of course, where they can find you on the socials, where they can actually get a copy of this book because it's free to everyone and it's a good little exercise for anyone that wants to manifest their dream partner. Yeah, so it it will be, it's available now for free. I would say the best place where you can find everything would be on my Instagram or my TikTok. Uh, The link in the bio will have everything that you need. Uh, And my handle is can't get a text back. And we'll also put your link in bio in our link for the episodes and then if people want to do the workshop and the book 
they can do that <laughs> yeah. perfect they can find everything they need there well thank you so much Christina for coming on the Dating Dilemmas podcast thanks for having thank me you. it was so much fun you've been listening to the Dating Dilemmas podcast with myself Neha and Romina our socials are at Dating Dilemmas official and of course get your Dating Dilemmas in using the hashtag Dating Dilemmas podcast and we'll see you very soon on another episode so we can talk about it 